0: So
1: we're very pleased to bring you an interview with frontman and vocalist of Battalions, Phil Wilkinson. Make sure you stay after the interview to get our thoughts, a short review on the new album, Forever Marching Backwards. Enjoy the interview. I certainly did. Um, right. So we'll start. We'll start at the very beginning. Can you give us a bit of a back, back? Can you give us a bit of background to Battalions and sort of how the band came together and how you've gotten to this stage a couple of weeks short of your album release?
0: Yeah, um, it was about nine years ago nearly. We started in January 2010. Um, me and our original drummer, we just wanted to start something loud, horrible, noisy. Um, so, yeah, that's how Battalions originally came about. Uh, since then, we've probably had about five or six different lineups now. But this lineup we've got at the minute that's been on the last three albums has been pretty solid now. Um, this is the first album. which then slimmed down to a four-piece, mm. um, but the, these four, four members have been like the core of the band for a long time now. Uh, so it kind of it felt felt alright going down to a four-piece. Uh, kind of a bit easier writing because we, we all know each of us so better. Uh, and yeah, so just been knocking out the albums the last couple of years, and then looking to release the third one at the end of this month.
1: So why did why did you slip down to a four-piece? What what
0: made you decide you wanted to do that? Um, well, it was it was our guitarist, our old guitarist, he decided to quit the band after the recording of the second album. Um, instead of replacing him, we decided to carry on as a four-piece and see how it goes. Um, we liked the, what, the songs that he was coming up with and just decided to go with it, really.
1: Yeah. It's easy as that, basically. It was nothing really difficult. He quit. You liked how it sounded as a four-piece. Perfect.
0: Yeah, that was it. Yeah, there's, we get along with we're not one for drama or anything like that so we just like let's keep it as it is we're happy with it so everyone else seems to be yeah as soon as we played the first live shows a four piece people said they still enjoyed it just as much I'm like well that was kind of like the the thumbs up for us that yeah that's what we want to do keep it that way
1: confirmation that you would made the right decision basically
0: yeah, yeah yeah basically yeah so imagine i've never heard
1: of you and we meet in a pub and you're telling me, hey, I'm in this band and the this and the that and so on. How how would you sell yourselves to me to encourage me to go out and pick up your music or go check out your show?
0: Yeah. Um, I'm basically with the way we always tell people we're basically old school heavy riffy band. Um, but instead of singing, I uh, shout over the top quite loudly. So it gives it a nice uh, updated edge, shall we say. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> Massive influences, is a kind of older riffy, sludgy band, so we kind of go with that and just a bit of our own, more of a groovy twist on it rather than go for all-out debt and heaviness now. These days, It's if the riff's not got a groove to it, we'll throw it away, or maybe, you know, maybe for a bit of a different part of a different song, but generally it's all about the groove with some harsh, hardcore vocals over the top.
1: Yeah, because so, it seems like a, you guys are a bit of a combination of... A lot of things when I listen to the um particularly the new album. Um, you already said you mentioned Sludge, but it's not exclusively that style. You mentioned Groove as well. So that's kind of what comes across.
0: Yeah, I'll say like it's not predominantly Sludge we listen to at all. I, I, me personally, I listen to everything. Our bassist, his favourite bands are Status Quo. Um, Drummer's favourite band's Judas Priest, oh. guitarist's favourite band, Zach Wild. <clears throat> so we've got like a good mix of stuff. And I say I, I listen to anything and everything, so we that's, we try that, and bring all those. There's probably a bit of the um, kind of the older school, like some, where we go about in the songs. It's kind of it's maybe not a conscious thing, but because that's what we all listen to in our spare time, it comes together in the band.
1: Yeah, yeah, your influences just sort of end up sneaking in, even if you don't always plan to, right?
0: No, no, exactly.
1: So your new album, Forever Marching Backwards, is out in a couple of weeks, but it's also coming quite soon after the previous album, Moonburn. What, why is it, Why so quick? It's rare metal yeah. that we get an album following one only a year before.
0: Yeah, um, it's, pretty, it's about the same time between the first and second album, really, so it kind of felt right to us. Um, as soon as we finished writing and recording Moonburn, we were straight in the practice room writing for... Well, what has become forever marching backwards. Yeah, we we never really sit down and just go right. We're going to play these songs for a bit. Every time we get in the practice room, we're straight before. Well, how we warm up is we'll just go straight into a jam. And that's generally how most of our songs are written anyway. So if something comes up in that first practice session, we're going right. We're using that, and yeah. that just kind of seems to happen every week, and we were ready to record an album. So it never
1: really ends, then, right? You just basically constantly jamming, constantly finding little notes, bits here
0: and so on, am putting it to the side Pretty for much, yeah. I mean, we've, we've already started on a. Yeah, we started on a few more songs. I mean, not to say again, not intentionally, but because we're always in the practice room, we're always, we're always jamming, and some you know riffs will come out. We'll go, yeah, we're using that. We'll keep that to a side, and then it'll slowly work its way, and we'll build it into a song. So we're, we're kind of all ready for writing, for what. Don't know what our next release will be but yeah we're, we're back already writing again really got a few ideas here and there
1: excellent excellent so about the album there's uh, i did some reading up about what's kind of the themes behind them maybe what inspired it but the term the blind leading the blind seems to be an important one for it can you go a little bit more in depth about that
0: I, was, I think the connection's
1: gone a bit there. What, what was that, mate? Oh, no worries. Um, regarding the inspiration of the album, um, I know we was reading up about it and a term stood out for me, which was the blind leading the blind. It seems to be an important sort of theme regarding the album. Can you go a bit more in depth about that? What, yeah. I guess, inspired it?
0: Um, well, there's no kind of theme throughout the album, but the, the album title and the lead video and single, Forever Marching Backwards, um, it was it's basically an allegory of and how no matter what information you've got in the yeah, um, world is given out to you there's kind of this in inbuilt kind of thing within human race of that they will just blindly follow the one who's kind of shouting loudest um and the lyrics to the song are basically kind of why are you following me <laughs> I'll, I'll just forever march you backwards even though they're telling them that's going to happen they're still following them blindly um that was kind of my ideas on that, that song and what what we kind of thought would be make a good album title, really. Well
1: yeah, um you talk about that particular song, um, and obviously the released video as well, it kind of ties into what you're just talking about there. Um Yeah. It it's a and that's being the title track as well, it's such a banger on already what is a bloody brilliant album. So when you came to putting the video together, you obviously wanted to get that across. Um do you think you do you think it worked?
0: yeah i think so um we, we had a great time shooting the video and and getting so that's where the artwork for the album came from as well um it came out better than we expected really um that was the artwork for the album was never in intention to be that picture but we got the first shots back from the video and we saw one of the stills and was like that that would make a brilliant album cover like fits in with the aesthetic of what we wanted as well yeah so we were gonna with there's the same we had the same graphic artist doing the production again so it was Sim, maybe thinking about getting another you know, similar kind of hand drawn thing that we had on the last two albums, um and getting Craig to do something with that, but in the end it was like no, that that picture it gives it something a bit different as well, um which we thought would kind of differentiate from the last two albums and the fact that we are now four piece with APF uh, it's kind of the next chapter of the band so I thought I'd do a bit something different with the artwork as well.
1: Yeah it's a great idea because it, it's it's very striking it stands out like just instantly what you've seen you th- it's it's mysterious enough that uh, you kind of want to know more just from a picture you know you don't want to judge a book by cover by its cover but that's that you also want a bit of um, intrigue.
0: Yeah. That, that was that was basically our whole idea when we saw it, it was like we, we all kind of spoke about the same things like what will people think, this is not your normal metal album cover at all. It kind of harks back to the older, like, classic albums that just had, like, a picture on was our idea as well, so.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because you get so many wide and varied designs now that something's so simple. is actually quite rare, particularly in metal. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it, we've done the whole... You know, skull and bones, death and all that, and fire and flames on the last two albums. So it, it's not like we, we've we're just kind of issuing that, but uh, yeah, we've just decided a little bit of a different approach on this album with the artwork. We're talking about different approaches.
1: Then I already know this story because uh, I've read it in the press release, but I'd love you to be able to share it with um, everyone who's going to be listening to this. What is the inspiration behind "Tyskie Vampire," the song? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I've, uh, I've been looking forward to answering this one. <laughs> uh, well, basically, we went out on tour with um, Pissed for nine days earlier this year. Um, Pissed, if you don't know them, live up to the band name. <laughs> um, so we, we had a good good time in the van with them. Um, but yeah, we was on the way up to Edinburgh, I think it was, and John Nicholson, the guitarist from Pissed, dropped a can of Tisky on the floor, It's like pissing beer out of the bottom. And I uh, basically like, picked her up and you know, stuck it up at the bottom of our just fucking hell it's a tisky vampire i was like right song title we'll keep that and yeah so then we wrote some lyrics to somehow fit in with a vampire that loves tisky brilliant. <laughs> I, lo- I-, I love when inspiration yeah. just comes
1: as simple as something as that an accident basically but it provides inspiration um it's amazing it's amazing yeah
0: yeah, I mean the reason we wanted to do it as well is that we had such a good time on that tour. like we want to, you know, write a song just to commemorate the the fun that we had. And we'll pro- Hopefully, we'll have it with them again this next year. <laughs>
1: oh, brilliant. So the UK, it's producing, particularly in the last couple of years, some absolutely brilliant bands. And what felt like for a while a very kind of lean period. Now, as fans and people in in this country, we're not great, I don't seem like we're great for getting out there and supporting live music, though, you know, whether shows are half full or quarter full or tickets are undersold. What can, to you, what can fans do to really help bands like you reach the heights you deserve? Um, it's it's easy to say go out and buy music, but uh, that seems to be a real bone of contention for some people, and it's quite frustrating.
0: Yeah, I guess uh, like you say, it's in the last few years this, the scene just kind of burgeoned. Really, we, I said, we've been a band nine years. Um, on our own part, we didn't really leave Hull for the first couple of years, so we just kind of got the same crowds. Um then after that, we started getting out, uh, pushing ourselves out further and further. Um, first couple of years, it was hard getting about. We were still relatively new band, we'd not had many recordings. Um, so I think I'd found as soon as we recorded and released the first album, did it all DIY. As soon as that we, we had something recorded out there, the good quality, the show-offers started coming, we got more people coming to the shows. Um, and yeah, I think that it was around the same time that the kind of the scene that we're involved in in the UK at the minute, it started building itself as well. So we kind of hit the wave or whatever, but we kind of came in at the right time and made a lot of friends with a lot of the bands we still play with now. We'll go to other cities, we end up playing with some of the same bands, but it's kind of, it's all part of the one same scene, and you don't mind that at all. It's, um,
1: it seems now, particularly in our country, that it has to be a DIY style thing. You can sign to a label, and you'll get that support, but from the starting point, at least for the first couple of years, it's all DIY stuff, whether it's your own shows, putting booking them yourself, and so on.
0: Is that kind yeah, of what personally i kind of grew up with like the hardcore scene so i kind of had the diy thing instilled into me um i've been putting on shows since i was 17 um i've been in bands since i was 16 released different stuff with different bands um so going diy with battalions was never a big issue um and all the guys in the band were all used to that anyway We'd you know we'll get our hands stuck in um yes i mean i've in the UK is not too big a place of so doing diy is not that hard really because it's easy enough especially with you know nowadays with Facebook and blah 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 it's so easy to make contacts and get to get it out to places you want to get it out to if the music is good people will latch on to it regardless of a label the label obviously helps because obviously then you get that further push and the you know people want to listen to it because of here you might they might not listen to you but they want to listen to you because you're on the certain label or it just gives it a bit more of a yeah you know, a bit more of a push, which is always good.
1: What else, um, what else sort of good things can you sort of say that you've got from being signed to a label? Because there's often a lot of negativity surrounding
0: labels. Yeah. Um, Well, I think we've we've definitely landed on our feet signing with APF. Um, Field is such a good guy. He's he's doing it for all the right reasons. You know, he's kind of, he's thrown his full weight behind releasing bands he believes in, um, putting the money in to get the you know, good formats, doing vinyl, CDs. He's getting the full promotion, um, which is something we'd have never been able to do on our own, mm-hmm. especially with, you know, all having full-time jobs and blah blah blah. Be able to to put the effort that kind of is warranted, or that he's been able to do through the label with the PR and everything. It's not something we'd have been able to do ourselves at all. It's we can already tell. Obviously, this is the first album we've, done, but we're getting a lot more reaction than we would have ever done just doing it on, on our own, which is great. Well,
1: that's exactly the point, and I guess, I mean, and if you've got the chance to do the formats to say whether it be vinyl and so on, there's a constant feel uh-huh. within the metal world where collectors exist. So people don't just want the digital copy, they want the vinyl, they want cassettes, you know? Um, so I guess that works perfect then, if that's what you're after.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I'm one of those people who collects and wants the vinyl and wants the cassettes and wants everything. So for me, it's been a dream of mine to get something on vinyl for, well, since I've ever been in bands, and this is the first, first record that's actually you know come to fruition and we're getting it on vinyl. So, yeah, I'm looking at it from a fan's point of view, even though it's my own band, I'm absolutely buzzing. I'm going, I'm getting the vinyl. I'm getting the what the, the two colours potentially tape if it comes out, and it's you know, all adds to my little collection. Which, Such a uh, with Italians it's easy to collect. <laughs>
1: It's an incredible thing. Uh, you must be so proud to have, uh, like to even at any stage we put a record out on vinyl. Um, what would you say has been your proudest achievement in Battalions to this point?
0: What was that? Sorry. Um,
1: what would you say has been your proudest achievement in Battalions to this point? Is it the vinyl, like getting that record
0: on vinyl? Uh, no, I mean that's that's definitely a proud achievement cause we're all we all collect vinyl, but. We've we've done. I would say we've been a band so long. We've done quite a lot, but probably the the biggest achievement was playing at Bloodstock uh, last year. That was an incredible feeling. We went on quite early on a Sunday afternoon, expecting no one to watch us, and the tent was absolutely packed out. Um, but that was just yeah, lots of good making and so many friends. But that's probably if if we had to choose one of the proudest moments, that's probably it so far.
1: I always love hearing that, Um, I'm a big Bloodstock fan, I've gone myself for X-Many years, and this year, the 2018 one, was the first time we ever did press for it. So it was the first chance was to really try and talk to new blood bands and stuff like that. Whereas the year you played was, I was just there as a fan and so just enjoying it that way. But everyone always sort of says the same thing if they played it or did the metal to the masses or hit the new blood stage. That that's one of their proudest achievements. I guess yeah. because it's such a support of grassroots. Um and you don't have to be signed, you don't mm-hmm. need a label, it's just if you're good enough, you'll get it. Yeah,
0: that's it, yeah. Um that was it, yeah. I was in the, not even playing, it's, it's the the getting the getting to the stage of playing, obviously the talent that you've beat so far. I mean we the first year we didn't get through, but we made really good friends with regulars who won, and they ended up playing. Mm. Ended up going on tour with those guys. We still see all those. Hundred-year-old uh, man who won the, the year after that. We play with those guys all the time. We're still real good friends. It's, it's not just a case of you, you're proud of doing that. You're proud of the whole journey and making all the contacts and everything. It's, even though you're doing it as a competition, it sounds a bit like a networking event, which is pretty cool.
1: Absolutely. Um, often, hear people don't really like battle of bands, but it never comes across that way. Although it is, um, in theory, as you said, the networking is uh, incredible.
0: Yeah, definitely. I'd say we're still friends with a lot of the bands that we have played with, and well, you name Las dropped as- one Square. of my We're band, all kind so. of kind of getting on the journey and okay. getting onto a similar level at the same time, which is good. Yeah.
1: So, album's out on November 30th. What does the rest of 2018, I guess December, look like for you guys? Is it chill time? or And then you've basically just smashed the hell out of 2019.
0: Um, Yeah, that's basically, we've got the weekender as the album comes out. So we're playing uh, Camden, Oxford and Hull. Um, and then that's pretty much going to be it for 2018. But yeah, we're planning on putting it pretty hard in 2019 uh, hopefully getting across to Europe as well we've got Hammerfest booked we've got the APF Showcase um, uh, I'm sure we've probably already got some more gigs that I can't remember right now <laughs> but uh, yeah and then we'll say we'll have a few more full tours of the UK and then get across to Europe at some point just see what happens basically see what opportunities come your way yeah, 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 and uh, try and make some opportunities as well, always. <laughs> yeah,
1: that as well, I suppose. If you sit back and wait for it, you'll just end up playing your local pubs.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> right, so a little bit, um, last sort of uh, one, it's a bit off base, I guess. So when we started our website, we were a video game site only, and that's pissing in the wind, basically. Yeah. Can't really do much with that, so we love horror. We introduced that. And then we also love metal um, me and my brothers, cause that's who run the site. We all yeah. heavy metal fans were like, well, it's time for us to do that. And it turns out that was, that was the direction we should have stayed with. If we were just a metal site now would be, it would probably be easier. But of those three, yeah. are you much of a gamer? Are you, do you enjoy your horror or, and do you enjoy going to uh, live shows, listening to metal
0: and rock? Yeah, I enjoy it. I to go to kind of every genre early. Um... Metal shows are obviously always my favourite, but I've known to go to like any gigs. I, I used to be a big raver back in the day as well. So I still love electronic music. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love going to like acoustic shows. I've been to a few classical shows. I just live music's just don't really matter what it is. I'll go.
1: <laughs> you like it? You like it? Basically.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's it. Um, are you much of a horror movie fan? Um, I'm not, like, the world's biggest horror movie fan, but I don't, like, turn them down. It's <laughs> um, there's, there's probably the, the classics are the, the favourites for me. Like, probably my favourite horror is The Thing.
1: Oh, the... Uh, oh, like... just
0: anything with John Carpenter. Oh, into yeah.
1: <laughs> the 1980s Thing, John Carpenter's, yeah. it's a classic, as you say. Oh, yeah, yeah. It about... is,
0: yeah. So if, if I ever had to choose, that's probably the one I'd go for.
1: <laughs> what about gaming? Are you much of a gamer?
0: I am. A, I'm quite a big gamer,
1: yeah. What's your preference? What are you playing at the moment?
0: Um, At the minute, um, I haven't actually bought a game in a while because everything's been, I've been kind of focused on the album. So um, I've actually been playing Lego World with my son. Oh, well, yeah, of course. Perfect. There's no, uh, there's no better because it's co-op as well. So it's perfect. Exactly, yeah. It's running around blowing stuff up nothing actually really dies so it's good to play with a child <laughs> absolutely
1: when all the album stuff dies down and you're able to relax because it's out then you can i don't know focus on something like red dead redemption 2 or something like that yeah so we'll wrap up with um i guess the album plug N- november 30th it's out yeah yeah sorry,
0: sorry dude
1: <laughs> um yeah we're just gonna sort of uh, Brief mention of the album, November 30th, Um, it's out by APF Records. Um, at this stage, being a few weeks short of the release, is this the most exciting time for you, or are you just desperate to get to that release day?
0: Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of it's cool, kind of when we're doing all stuff like this, like speaking to you um, and getting like the reviews and all that kind of stuff back. But at the same time, because obviously we've recorded it a few months ago as well, now we've had the artwork ready to go. You know when it's coming out we're all just kind of sat here it's like come on come on hurry up hurry up <laughs> but it's it'll be worth the wait it's uh it's soon crept up it's, it thought it felt like forever and then all of a sudden it's two weeks away so and then there you go it's uh yeah it'll be here literally before you know it and
1: then Christmas round the corner and get out uh, gets going everyone's stockings yeah <laughs> battalions belligerent champions of the uk diy underground scene are back with a meaty confrontational new album entitled forever marching backwards which is released via apf records on november 30th 2018 forever marching backwards is the follow up to the band's 2017 release moonburn The stoner Sludge heavy groove of Forever Marching Backwards is enough to send you into a wild fit of fury. It's a tight, punchy and dirty sound that has plenty of the beardy, beer-soaked swagger about it. From the scarring riffs to the howling vocal style, battalions is a crusty affair and there is even much satisfaction to be gained by breaking it apart. It's a bleak affair too though, even if some of the riffs, like on Cities of Ruin, have a really upbeat style to it. Then there's the filthy bass, and infusion of paste that comes from uh, Vaseline Glove. G with in a bracket, so Vaseline Love, but with a G. It makes more sense when you read it. Uh, a track that shows off all the groove and heaviness the battalions have to show. They're not always about the serious, though, as shown by the song Tyski Vampire. It's about being on tour with a label mate pissed, dropping cans of strong Polish lager on the floor and having to suck them dry when they split open. Coming in at about 30 minutes. It's over before you know it, but Battalion saved the best for the latter part of the album. Infinite Void is wickedly dark and tasted with groove that gets the body moving as much as the head banging. The riffs in that and the following brick hole are absolutely outstanding. If you're into your sludgy, stoner, heavy, doomy, beer-soaked metal, then make sure you check out Forever Marching Backwards. It's out on November 30th, 2018 via APF Records.